Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of January 21st, 2024. There is still time to join me today for the Jupiter-Uranus Conjunction Workshop. This workshop is free. It will be at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on Zoom. If you can't make it live, you can receive the recording by going to the link in the show notes or my website, astrologybyceleste.com, and you will receive the recording. The benefit, if you hear it early enough of coming live, is you may have a chance for a hot take reading from me. I will discuss how best to prepare for this transit. It's one of the most anticipated of the year where some people are going to be having amazing breakthroughs where they can manifest things beyond their expectations. It's in Taurus at Earth sign, so it can be manifesting in the physical world. It can be better health, vitality, abundance in terms of financial resources. There is so much we can accomplish with this transit if we work towards it intentionally. So join me live or get the recording, and I hope to see you there. The theme of this week is tick, tick, boom. And there are three things I'd like you to consider as you navigate this week. The first is that Venus will enter the sign of Capricorn from Tuesday, January 23rd to February 4th. Venus is the planet of love, beauty, and harmony. And Capricorn is an earth sign. It's cardinal initiating earth. It can be when relationships turn serious. So it could be someone's in a relationship and there is talk of long-term commitments or what duties or responsibilities are expected in love or love could feel like work or a burden. It can also be, yeah, a long-lasting love where you settle into that comfortable space where you just know that person is going to be there for you if you need them. People with Venus and Capricorn have very sharp eyes for quality. Like they're the person who really can spot across a room someone wearing a luxury outfit. You can think about Hannibal Lecter in Silence in the Lambs when he talks to Clarice about her her nice suit but cheap shoes. Um, and yeah, he could just and Senator, I love the suit. So I'm giving Hannibal Lecter a Venus in Capricorn. Yes, I am. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that we have a full moon at five degrees of Leo on Thursday. So the sun will be at five degrees of Aquarius, and that is the five of swords in the tarot deck. This is a card of conflict and tension and disagreements and loss. It can be about 
sticking to a fight until everyone walks away a loser. It can be insisting that you're right can lead to ruptured relationships. Venus in Aquarius is the astrology correspondence and the Sabian symbol. And with the Sabian symbols, you always read one up. A masked figure performs ritualistic acts in a mystery play. So this leads themes of someone being unmasked, a cover-up exposed, someone putting on a show. It can have religious overtones to me because mystery plays were originally done in churches. It could be some kind of group leader, like a social group is what I'm thinking, has some kind of fall. Now, this is very near both Vladimir Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, Sun and Venus. So I hope it's not something happening with him. But Pluto just went into Aquarius. And so this could be something about this transit that, you know, with the full moon, all is illuminated and we see something related to corruption being exposed in some kind of group or organization. Now, the moon will be at five Leo, and that's the five of wands in the tarot deck. This card also brings images of conflict and competition and disagreements. The astrology correspondence is Saturn in Leo. And the Sabian symbol is an old-fashioned conservative woman is confronted by an up-to-date girl. So this suggests conflict among women of different generations, conservatives versus progressive ideals. And with Leo is the sign of royalty, Aquarius, the sign of the common person and the collective. There could be tension between leaders and the people. It's really interesting. I think on the world stage, there's going to be a lot going on around this full moon because this five Leo is so intricately tied in to several charts of countries. Israel has their moon at about four or five Leo. So does Ecuador. And Ecuador recently had a big prison break and drug cartels causing mayhem in the country. We know about the war in Israel. The U.S. has our south node at 6 Leo and our north node at 6 Aquarius. Ukraine's ascendant is at 6 Aquarius, and their descendant is at 6 Leo, and their Chiron is at 3 Leo. So there is a lot of activation at places potentially that we know have been undergoing mass upheavals. And another key aspect about this chart is that Mercury and Mars are moving towards a conjunction. Mercury's at 14 and Mars is at 15 Capricorn. This is the third time they've met since the lunar eclipse last fall at, in school, in, um, Taurus. Yeah. So mm, there, this, I feel like there's going to be a lot of intensity. It's really interesting. This Mercury and Mars conjunction has come up three times now. This is the third full moon that we're experiencing them conjunct. 
The first one was the day after the lunar eclipse. So it was on October 29th. They were conjunct at 11 Scorpio opposite Jupiter and Taurus. And that lunar eclipse was the start of the ground operation for the war in, in Gaza. So Mercury rules tunnels, conjunct Mars, war underground, Scorpio, and opposite Jupiter. Essentially, this is a conflict that a lot of it is rooted in religious differences in Taurus, as well as land over whose right it is to have this land. And then on December 27th, right after the full moon in Cancer, there was, they were conjunct at 24 degrees of Sagittarius. And the big, only big, there wasn't as much big news around that day that I can remember. I know that was a difficult transit for myself personally because they squared my Pluto exactly. But at this point, Mercury was retrograde. And I know President Biden and the president of Mexico were working to slow border crossings, although I don't think they've had a lot of success because this, there's been a lot of news about the, the tension at the southern border in the U.S. because there are so many people trying to get into the country from all over the world. It's really concerning if someone who has come through that 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 border now that, and you can think of Sagittarius is a sign of long distance travel. These people moving from all over the world and walking all the way through, you know, countries to get to the U.S. Yeah. So now on January 27th, they are going to be in Capricorn at 17 degrees and trying Uranus and Taurus. So there could be some really big event around this. Mercury and Mars can be like hate speech. Just think about how much the collective has been devolving into cruelty. Now, Capricorn rules governments and big business. This could be about layoffs at big companies. It could be about the conflict in Congress, about whether or not we're going to continue to, uh, to fund Ukraine. And maybe they will lose some of their funding. Their Saturn is at one degree of Aquarius. So Pluto is within a degree of their Saturn. And if they lose the funding from the United States because the Republicans in Congress don't want them to have any, as a large numbers of the Republicans, the really right wing ones, then that could be catastrophic. Pluto conjunct Saturn can be the obliteration of structures. Mm. And that uh, conjunction, Mercury-Mars, are meeting on Ukraine's North Node. So there's going to be a story for them. We shall see what it is. Another way this Mercury-Mars could play out, I'm thinking about in the United States, could be a police officer, Mars and Capricorn. Someone allowed to use violence to protect the state could kill someone who maybe is unarmed or there could be something that leads to people being very angry about it. So handgun violence is very likely to happen around this full moon. There'll be a lot, but maybe something will make get attention. I'd say it could be a workplace inc incident because of Capricorn rules businesses. 
It could also just be with the Aquarius-Leo connection. It could be someone who feels Aquarius like they are in exile in some way, and they get angry and try to take out things on people who they project Leo qualities on about being confident or radiant or shining their light or some kind of a performer that someone could get mad at. Or it could just be an announcement from the government about violence. We could see an, some kind of escalation in the Red Sea going on with the Houthi rebels attacking ships. We shall see what happens, but this full mood is kind of bananas. Looking at the moon phase family, this is the 27-month cycle that events unfold around the same degree over a 27-month cycle where there'll be pivot points every nine months. So if there's a story in your life, there may be upcoming pivot points. The new moon of this cycle was when the sun and the moon were both at five degrees of Leo on July 28, 2022. So you can look back if you in your journal or your notes and see if there was something that happened around that time. The first quarter moon was at seven degrees, where the sun was at seven Taurus, the moon at seven Leo. This was April 27th of 2023. And now we're at the full moon where all is illuminated. So there may be a sense of culmination of something you've been working on for the last 18 months or a story that keeps coming up. Think loosely. So give two weeks on either side. So now the sun in Aquarius, the sign of the audience, the moon in Leo, the sign of the performer, both at five degrees on January 25th. And the cycle will start to conclude with the last quarter moon where the sun is in Scorpio and the moon is in Leo, October 24th of this year. They'll both be at one degree. So see if there is a story where you have around five or so degrees of the fixed signs. If you have placements there, there may be a story in your life. The Wise Guys 2024 Digital Astrology Calendar will help you let the universe have your back. The calendar is compatible with Google, Apple, and Outlook calendars. The calendar includes every planetary transit, lunation, eclipse, and moon void, of course, period. There are detailed descriptions for each astrological event that will help you deepen your understanding of astrology, plan events in sync with the cosmos, and stay more present in your daily life. Use my coupon code ABC2024 and go to wiseskiescollective.com shop to order your calendar today. I'm a proud affiliate and use the calendar myself on a daily basis. On Friday, Uranus stations direct at 19 degrees of Taurus. Uranus is the great awakener. And when a planet turns di changes direction, so it's been retrograde and now it is going direct, so you may be awakened to some things if you have planets or placements around 19 degrees of the fixed signs of Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, or Aquarius. 
The energy is intensified five days before and five days after. Part of the reason the episode's called Tick, Tick, Boom is because Uranus is turning directions and Uranus rules sudden events um, of an explosive nature. It rules earthquakes, revolutions, big scientific advancements, strikes. It's the planet that is a higher octave of Mercury. So notice if you have any big aha moments. Now there's likely going to be some big violence that makes news. And that is part of why the full moon with that Mercury, Mars and Uranus changing directions and Mercury, Mars are trying Uranus. It is, this is a little, the energy is so chaotic, it could be bananas. This is a good weekend to stay close to home or have like a party, go to a house party rather than a nightclub is what I'm thinking about this, this because it's, it's just so intense. There are going to be a lot of street crime, people driving crazy, doing, you know, the bikers who do all these wheelies and drag racing, sideshows, all of this kind of stuff could be happening with this. Mercury and Mars are both associated with cars mm -hmm. and dogs. Somebody, this could be like where someone gets mauled by a dog. Be careful, especially if Uranus is stationing on one of your personal planets, because it can rule big accidents, like if someone trips and falls and like breaks an arm or something like that, where you have this, this big snap. It could also be a lightning strike. An inventor could also come up with an amazing idea. Like it could be something they've been working on for years and kaboom, the lightning bulb goes off and they get that last little bit that they need to make their invention a success. On Sunday, the word of the day is journal. We start the week with the moon in Gemini. And it will try in the south node and sextile the north node. And a gibbous moon begins at 16 degrees of Gemini at 12.01 p.m. So the gibbous moon, the moon is pregnant with possibilities. You may feel this real push to achieve some of the things you set out to do at the new moon. Great time for journaling. Gemini is a mutable air sign ruled by Mercury. So get out your pen and write. You could come up with great planning ideas because Mercury is in Capricorn, an Earth sign that's very practical and focused on planning and execution and has that determination to stick with things. Do some shadow work. What have you noticed the last few days as Pluto moved from Capricorn into Aquarius? Maybe something unearthed about how you view a, a group of people or how you feel you fit into the collective or something around the Aquarian nature of what I'm thinking about is groups, organizations, friends. Is there something that's been exposed or revealed or unearthed within yourself or about another person? On Monday, the word of the day is adjustment. The moon enters the sign of cancer at 1.50 p.m. Pacific time. The moon is at home in this sign. It's cardinal water. It's cardinal initiating energy. So, and the moon is very comfortable here. So let the emotions flow. As soon as the moon goes into cancer, it King Kunxes Pluto. King Kunxes are 
an adjustable energy. They're, they're like an irritation and they move us into different situations where we have to release and let go of something. So be conscious of what comes up for you emotionally. Yeah. And on this day, Mars and Capricorn is in a quintile with Neptune and Pisces. Quintiles are ne grace notes. So you may just get some intuitive hit about the next steps you need to take. And this could help you release, like, release from an idea that you were really fixated on. So it can be a really great energy that allows you to make an adjustment that is needed. On Tuesday, the word of the day is supportive. This is the day that Venus, the planet of love, beauty, and harmony, enters the practical grounded sign of Capricorn. Now, there's some beautiful energy on this day. The moon in Cancer is trying Saturn and Pisces and sextile Jupiter and Taurus. This is beautiful, fertile energy for manifestation. Venus and Capricorn, really enjoying your work on this day could be something that you experience or getting a project that you really like. The, this is beautiful energy with the moon translating her light from Saturn which constricts and Jupiter with exp expands. So this can be beautiful, a controlled growth of projects that you are working on. And Uranus retrograde in Taurus is King Kunks, the south node in Libra. They're both at 19 degrees. Uranus is moving really slowly as it approaches its station point. It's a great time to release people who you are feel like you are out of alignment with. So on Saturday, if something came to your attention about a group of people that you feel like you no longer vibe with, you may make the decision to separate from them so that you can spend your time being with people who are more supportive of you. There's also oppositional energy because the moon will oppose Mercury and then Mars. So this is argumentative energy or someone outside of yourself or a situation can cause a lot of frustration, but there's potential for conflict. Choose your words wisely on this day. If you are embarking on a new journey, experiencing a major life event, feeling stuck, trying to make a difficult decision, or just looking to make positive changes, astrology can provide life-changing insights. There are several ways to work with me. You can come for a 30, 60, or 90-minute astrology consultation, depending on your needs. Ask me a burning question, and I'll record a video for you. Engage in longer-term cosmic success coaching where we work together on a three-month basis to help you overcome blocks, improve your life satisfaction, build better relationships, accomplish your career goals, and understand yourself better using the tool of astrology. Or mystic mentoring if you're an aspiring astrologer and want help with chart analysis techniques. Go to astrologybyceleste.com to check out my offerings. If you have any questions, you can email me at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com. On Wednesday, the word of the day is standoff. The moon enters a fire fixed sign of Leo at 11.36 p.m. Pacific time. 
and then immediately opposes Pluto soon after then. So there is this intensity, which can be about a power struggle, is a potential way that this is revealed. Notice if you have any wild dreams if you're asleep around this time. On Thursday, the word of the day is pride. Mars and Capricorn will square Chiron and Aries. They are both at 15 degrees. So be careful with sharp objects with this. And then we have the full moon at five degrees of Leo at 9.53 a.m. Pacific time. And this is, they're both of these transits are really close together. And this image that it gives to me is, it reminds me of the scene in Pulp Fiction when Marcellus Wallace is telling Bruce Willis, who's but, Butch in that movie, he gives us this speech about pride effing with you. And Bruce Willis was supposed to throw this fight, but he had so much pride, Leo, he refused to do it. And then it set off this cascading events that were a nightmarish for him. And you can think about Mars and Capricorn. He was this really good fighter and his pride was just too much that he couldn't throw the fight. And Chiron in Aries, he inflicted a wound on himself. I mean, he got kidnapped and put in the basement with the gimp and all of that sort of stuff. Yes, it was a really rough couple of days for Bruce Willis in that movie because he pride goes before the fall. So keep that in mind. It's a full moon. All is revealed. Release what is no longer serving you. Have some pride in any accomplishments that you've made, no matter how small. Yeah, and practice forgiveness. Now, the world events can be wild. Yes, they could. It can even have started yesterday as soon as the moon went into Leo. Or There's just chaotic energy this whole week. On Friday, the word of the day is explosive. Mercury and Capricorn now squares Chiron in Aries. They're both at 15. I think Mercury and Capricorn news at a corporation that there are going to be layoffs. Chiron and Aries. The management is letting people go, or this could be an announcement of some kind of conflict going on. All sorts of things could happen, because on this day as well, the sun in Aquarius is square Jupiter in Taurus. Sun square Jupiter. Jupiter rules religion, college, colleges, higher education, legal affairs. It'll be really interesting to see what happens. Something on college campuses, like the last college president standing has a problem or has to leave her job. Uranus stations direct at 19 degrees of Taurus at 11.34 p.m. Pacific time. This could be workplace violence, domestic violence, some lone wolf type of attack. Hopefully it's not anyone who got over the United States border who does anything wild. It could be something in a war zone. We shall see what happens. On Saturday, the word of the day is critical. This is a day Mercury meets Mars at 17 Capricorn. Uh, I'm a little nervous about this. It's on my descendant. Hopefully my boo and I won't have, have words. I certainly hope not. I don't think so, but we'll, we'll see what happens or like I could have somebody on the street could start yelling at me. We'll still see, or I could get mad at someone. Who knows? 
we'll see what happens. Or maybe it's not mad. Maybe it's energy and drive and the planning. It could be all internal. It'd be just the, the energy and the drive to plan out something great. Mars is exalted in Capricorn, so it loses some of its malefic nature. So it may not be anything bad at all if you are activated by this transit. Yeah, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm voting for, I'm going to have like a really great idea and execute the plan. The moon enters the sign of Virgo at 11, 11 a.m., I love a Virgo moon. It's a great moon. It's a, it's practical earth energy and it's mutable. It's a great time to declutter, bring order to chaos. Watch out for being overly critical of others or yourself. That's a shadow energy of Virgo of being too perfectionistic or critical. And Mercury will also square the nodes. So whenever Mercury or any planet squares the nodes, it can bring the you up to a crossroads where you have the confidence to take the actions that are necessary if you're going towards the North Node or do you stay in your comfort zone, which is the South Node. Mm. So this must mean Mars in the next day or so will be squaring the nodes as well. So there's a lot of chaotic energy this week. Just keep yourself safe. It can be an incredible week for people coming up with fantastic ideas. A lot of people are just going to have an incredibly beautiful week, but the energy is volatile. So I'm giving you all the sides that it could be. So if you're listening to this in time, you can come for the workshop today that I'm having on Zoom about Jupiter and Uranus meeting on April 20th. It's great to start preparing now. If not, if you can't make it, you can get the recording. But that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories. Or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 